One thing I got to say before you guys check out The Invisible Man is do not watch those trailers. You will be spoiled by everything that's going to happen in the movie. Viewer, beware. All right, now on to my review. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes her own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. What's going on Flix Talkers? Welcome back to another movie review. This time for the movie The Invisible Man, the 2020 version, not the 1930s version. It has its own little twist on this whole universal monster world. And I'm going to let you guys know my likes and dislikes for what I think is going to be the biggest movie this weekend. All right, first and foremost, make sure you guys are hitting that thumbs up if you guys do appreciate movie content like this. And make sure you guys hit that subscribe and bell notification for more content like this. I do movie reviews trailer reactions, out and abouts, and so much more. Now, The Invisible Man is rated R. It has a runtime of two hours and four minutes. It's a horror mystery sci-fi, and it was released in theaters February 28th, 2020. Now, this film is directed by Leigh Wanal, I believe is how you pronounce it. He is an actor, writer, producer, and director. You guys probably remember his acting chops from the first Saw movie, and he has directorial credits on the movie Upgrade, Insidious Chapter 3, and the next reboot for Escape from New York. And this film does star Elizabeth Moss, who you guys more notably recognize from The Handmaiden's Tale, which I have yet to see, but more recently on screen with The Kitchen and Jordan Peele's Us. Now, I'll just get right into it guys the acting and premise of this movie was phenomenal now like i said in the beginning of this review do not watch the trailers avoid any marketing that you see for this movie online at all costs guys i actually saw this trailer about five or six times not only online but films previous that we saw in the last couple of months or so and they just show so much of this movie in like chronological order in the damn trailer so i kind of knew it was coming a few scenes but it was actually pretty funny because they threw a couple of things in the trailer that were not even in the movie and I actually give them kudos for that because I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna see a floating phone and I didn't see it in the movie. So it was actually cool that they did a little twist and they kind of gotcha in that moment. But like I said, avoid the trailer at all costs if you guys are wary of spoilers. Now this review is gonna be spoiler free, guys. I always let you know in the title if there is gonna be in spoilers involved. If you guys don't see that, then assume that it's non-spoiler, all right? So like I said, the phenomenal acting of this movie, especially from Elizabeth Moss's character, she was so believable as someone that was really mentally just kind of spiraling out of control or what she thought was having a mental breakdown from everybody around her. What was actually going on was she was being tormented by the Invisible Man, her ex, and it was just a sight to see. You pretty much got to see her, you know, shadow boxing with someone that wasn't there, and that was really cool, the whole CGI behind that. I would love to see a behind-the-scenes, you know, featurette on how they did that because it was just very fluid and natural how it was all happening. I'm sure there was a lot of camera trickery, but there was a lot of one-take shots 
shots in this film that I really did appreciate. You know, going to the cinematography right away, guys. You guys got kind of this panning motion that I saw from a couple of movies where it would show her and then it would kind of pan to the corner of the room to let you know that she is being stared at, you know, by someone that you cannot see, but it just kind of gives the illusion that something is there and always watching you. We've all had that unsettling feeling of eyes on us when no one is in the room. So I did appreciate the tension when it came to the cinematography. Next was the score. It was great. It was eerie. It was like really bone chilling. If you guys are really into horror and thriller movies, I think you guys are really going to appreciate the score on this one. It just definitely set the tone. It was a character in itself, like my buddy Jeremy always says, and it was just spine tingling, like I keep saying, guys. It did have its jump scares, I won't lie, but they were not cheap jump scares. I think that they were very strategically placed, guys, in this movie, and it wasn't used for some kind of cash grab, so I definitely give them kudos on that, especially since horror movies in the last decade have used this cheap jump scare tactic to get butts in the seats, but guess what? When the reviews come out, it's garbage. Now, not only Elizabeth Moss's character who plays Cecilia in this movie was great, but the co-stars were great in this movie. Usually when you get movies like this, this kind of nature, especially horror movies, you get a lot of side characters that you don't really give a damn about, but this one, guys, had a couple of cool co-stars that I definitely did get invested to emotionally. So we get Harriet Dyer as Emily Cass, who plays Cecilia's sister. You get Aldous Hodge as James Laner, who was one of their friends. He was also a police officer. And Storm Reed as Sydney Laner, who was the daughter of Mr. James Laner. So it's really refreshing, guys, when you get a bunch of casts that you really do care about, guys. And it's only about four characters, but it's cool how you got to spend a little bit of time with each one of them. If I got to say there was one or the other that was weaker in the chain, I probably got to say it was Cecilia's sister, Emily. We didn't spend too much time with her, and she kind of had this chip on her shoulder. She was like a badass cop, but her interaction sometimes with her sister was a little bit off-putting, and it was kind of an undersell. I mean, especially when you're going up to the emotional juggernaut of Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, it's kind of hard to outact that girl. Now, going to the actual story itself, I thought it was cool, it was fun, it was edgy, it was very technologically savvy, and when they actually revealed how the Invisible Man came to be, or is able to be, I thought it was just damn cool. I love futuristic things, guys, and I thought this one nailed it. It seemed very plausible like it could happen, and I was just scared and creeped out because this guy was relentless. He was really after Cecilia for his reasons, and damn, it was very, very cool, and it was like, if this were to really happen in real life, what would you do? You would have to know the Invisible Man's next moves because he knows you, and you can't see him. So all in all, guys, I had a lot of fun with this this movie. That all being said, I gotta give The Invisible Man a solid four and a half out of five, saying it was one of the better movies that I've seen this year, and like I said, it surprisingly shocked me. Alright guys, did you appreciate my review? Give me a thumbs up if you guys did. Leave comments below if you guys are gonna check out The Invisible Man in theaters this weekend, or are you guys gonna wait until VOD and physical to pick it up? And as always, make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe and bell notification for more content like this, and make sure you guys check us out on Spotify. You can take me on the road wherever you guys want just by searching Flix Talk Podcast. I'll leave all that information right here as well as our social medias that you guys can hit us up on and follow what we got regularly. Thank you guys so much. Till next review, I'm gone. Peace.